Hi, you're listening to New Week number 123. This is a midweek update from New World Same Humans, a newsletter on trends, technology and our shared future by me, David Mattin. You can find the links, videos and images in this instalment in the email where this podcast is embedded. Just scroll down or on the web, see a link in the show notes. And if you're listening to this and you haven't yet subscribed, join 25,000 curious souls on a journey to build a better future. Go to newworldsamehumans.com to sign up. Hello from London. It's another packed instalment this week. So what do we have in store? Well, there's two intriguing stories and a big announcement. Global leaders, senior tech executives and researchers gathered at the UK's AI Safety Summit. But beyond the walls of Bletchley Park, which was where it was hosted, the debate on AI is raging hotter than ever. Meanwhile, tech billionaires in Silicon Valley are running into trouble over their plans to build a new city-state utopia called California Forever. And as for the announcement, just keep listening. So let's do this. Dream Machines. The UK government this week trumpeted the success of its international AI gathering. It took place at the historic fountainhead of the computer revolution, Bletchley Park. An impressive guest list, including US Vice President Kamala Harris and the European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen, gathered at the AI Safety Summit, and the meeting resulted in the Bletchley Declaration which the UK government has hailed as the world's first international statement on AI safety. And here is a taster for those who speak technocrat. We affirm that, while safety must be considered across the AI lifecycle, actors developing frontier AI capabilities, in particular those AI systems which are unusually powerful and potentially harmful, have a particularly strong responsibility for ensuring the safety of these AI systems. We encourage all relevant actors to provide context-appropriate transparency and accountability on their plans to measure, monitor and mitigate potentially harmful capabilities and the associated effects that may emerge. End quote. But beyond the declaration, this week made it clear that we're further than ever from a consensus on the deep implications of machine intelligence. In fact, this was the week that a maximum volume war of words broke out between leading AI builders. Google Brain co-founder and Stanford professor Andrew Ng said key AI players, including Sam Altman, are wildly playing up fears of AI doom in order to spark regulation that will suppress competition from insurgents. He called the proposal that the training of powerful AI models should require a license, for example, colossally dumb. That message was echoed by Meta's chief AI scientist, Yann LeCun, who favours open source, as in anyone can use it, AI models. But Google DeepMind CEO Demis Hassabis hit back at LeCun, saying that failure to regulate AI could result in grim consequences for humanity. This account barely scratches the surface of the arguments that raged this week. As for OpenAI, they launched a new team intended to study and prepare for catastrophic risks, including an AI-instigated nuclear war. And you can see the tweet that Sam Altman used to announce that in the email. 
Here's the new world same humans take. Who would ever have thought that a bunch of super smart, tech-obsessed social media addicts would end up arguing like this? On a more serious note, while Bletchley saw a rare moment of diplomatic unity, inside the AI industry, the full spectrum of opinion is manifest, from AI doom is all a load of rubbish, to act now or the end of humanity is probable. It pays here to remember that two things can be true at once. Yes, Altman's global tour to warn of catastrophic risks is a carefully orchestrated marketing campaign. But it's also the case that no one yet has a definitive picture of the risks in play. What is increasingly clear, though, is that the rise of machine intelligence is the primary fact of our shared lives now. I'm convinced it will do more than any other force to reshape our collective future. But the Bletchley Declaration, and you heard a snippet of it, consists of bromides that will change nothing. And the sight of the UK Prime Minister this week, Rishi Sunak, interviewing Elon Musk, positioning Musk as the star and Sunak as the fan, spoke volumes about the power imbalances we've allowed to evolve when it comes to government, i.e. the people, that's us, and unaccountable tech overlords. We must recover our collective agency, our ability to assert human modes of living and being in the face of an ongoing technology revolution. That means doing politics. Bletchley was a start of a kind, but what's needed next are citizen assemblies and an authentic movement around AI for the people. The Exponentialist As some of you will have seen on social media, I made a big announcement this week. I've partnered with Rao Powell, renowned macroeconomic thinker and CEO of Real Vision, on a new premium research service called The Exponentialist. This is a professional and enterprise-level service for those who want to go deep on emerging technologies, the future they'll create, and the challenges and opportunities latent in all that. This won't be for everyone in the New World Same Humans community, but if you're a foresight professional, a strategist, founder, marketing leader, product manager, designer, or much else besides, The Exponentialist will fuel you and your team, and it will take up only a tiny fraction of your research budget. It will also be deeply valuable for anyone seeking to position an investment portfolio around tech or crypto. The launch changes nothing about New World Same Humans and the community we're building here. Our mission continues unchanged. But if The Exponentialist sounds useful, you can follow the links in the emails to go and learn more. And if you've subscribed or if you're considering it, hit reply to the email, say hi, so I can say thanks. Now and forever. While the newsletter was on pause, we learned that a group of Silicon Valley billionaires are planning a new city-state utopia in California. This week, it seems their project has run into trouble. California Forever is a new city planned for construction in Solano County in the north of the state, and it's backed by some of tech's most notable power players, including the ultra-rich VC Mark Andreessen, Stripe founders Patrick and John Collison, and LinkedIn founder Reid Hoffman. The group's vision for the city has strong solarpunk, high-tech, sustainable utopia vibes, and you can see an illustration in the email. But this week it was reported 
that the mysterious company behind the plans, Flannery Associates, is accused of using strong-arm tactics, including lease terminations, to buy up the Bay Area farmland it needs for the project. Local farmers aren't happy, and now some of them are taking the matter to court. Sounds like there's trouble in paradise. Here's my take. This project reminds me of the various other pseudo-independent city-states discussed in this newsletter over the years. There's Walmart billionaire Mark Law's Tiloza City, for example, a sustainable paradise planned for the Nevada desert. And Praxis, a startup on a mission to create a new great city somewhere in the Mediterranean, funded by NFTs of the monuments they'll build in the city once it exists. Few details have emerged of the way California forever will be governed. But for a glimpse, we might turn to billionaire backer Mark Andreessen's recent techno-optimist manifesto, which says, We believe in ambition, aggression, persistence, relentlessness, strength. So I'm thinking libertarian with a strong emphasis on innovation and startup culture. Of course, innovation and startups can be great, but they only function, they only make sense in the context of the broader socio-political frameworks that libertarians such as Andreessen repudiate. As with other charter city projects covered in this newsletter, I can't help feeling that at the heart of Forever California is a fantasy of permanent escape from politics. Escape, that is, from the messy, awkward business of managing conflict among different interest groups and enacting trade-offs between different but equally legitimate value systems. This argument with the farmers might be the first public conflict that Forever California has run into, but it won't be the last. Also this week, Hollywood actress Scarlett Johansson is suing an AI app for cloning her voice and using it in an ad. Johansson says Lisa AI used an AI version of her voice without permission. Last week I wrote on the coming wave of legal disputes over AI outputs founded in copyrighted intellectual property, including Universal Music Group's lawsuit against Anthropic. UMG say Anthropic used their lyrics to help train its AI chatbot, Claude. Tesla drivers say their full self-drive software is failing because the car's cameras keep fogging up in cold weather. Back in 2021, Tesla ditched the LiDAR sensors that usually form part of self-driving systems, leaving their system reliant on cameras. The Pentagon launched a new UFO reporting tool. The secure online form is currently open only to current or former federal employees or those with direct knowledge of US government programs or activities related to UAP dating back to 1945. Researchers from the Chinese microchip company MakeSense say they've created a chip that can perform certain AI tasks 3,000 times faster than the NVIDIA A100. Writing in the journal Nature, the researchers say the all-analogue chip combining electronics and light could soon be used in wearable devices, electric cars or smart factories. The US have restricted sales to China of NVIDIA's A100 AI chip, leaving the country scrabbling to bolster domestic capabilities. 
NASA is locating buried ice on Mars by using a sophisticated new map. The subsurface water ice mapping project uses images of the planet from several NASA missions, including the 2001 Mars Odyssey satellite. The agency says subsurface ice can serve as drinking water for the first humans to set foot on the red planet. A new study says that Earth's climate is more sensitive to carbon emissions than most scientists believe. Published in the journal Oxford Open Climate Change, the study says a doubling of CO2 in the atmosphere will cause a 4.8 degree rise in global temperatures and not a 3 degree rise that current mainstream thinking forecasts. Boston Dynamics turned its robot dog Spot into a tour guide by integrating it with ChatGPT. I've covered the evolution of Spot, as regular readers will know, since the earliest days of this newsletter, and it would seem rude to stop now. Scientists say they added spider DNA to silkworms, and it resulted in silk that is stronger than Kevlar. The gene-edited silkworms create a silk six times stronger than Kevlar, which could one day be used in surgical sutures and armoured vests. Humans of Earth. Here's some key metrics to help you keep track of Project Human. The global population currently stands at 8.070 billion. Earth's currently needed stands at 1.8455. The 2023 progress bar stands at 84% complete. And on this day, the 4th of November 1847, a Scottish physician, James Young Simpson, discovers the anaesthetic properties of chloroform. City on the Hill. Thanks for listening this week. The dream that is a shining city on the hill, an example to all the world, is ancient. And our quest to build such cities in the 21st century is a classic case of New World Same Humans. This newsletter will keep watching and working to make sense of it all. And now you've reached the end of this week's instalment. Why not forward the email to someone else who'd also enjoy it or share it across one of your social networks with a note on why you found it valuable? Remember, the larger and more diverse the New World Same Humans community becomes, the better for all of us. I'll be back next week with another postcard from the New World. Until then, be well. Thank you.